Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of TFG Radio. Um, I'm here once again with uh, John. Hello. <laughs> because you can tell he's excited to be here. Uh, <laughs> Danny will be joining us soon. Uh, he will be on fairly soon. He just had to take care of some stuff before we start. A fairly uh, packed show. Uh, as everyone knows, we had a Bay Area Open this weekend. Uh, I was unable to go due to work. John, however, was able to uh, swing it <laughs> at the very the last, last minute. Yep, and pulled a classic John. Oh well, no, no, say, no. You didn't, didn't change pull an a army, John. That's true. I just <clears throat> cobbled something together that I knew how to play real quick and didn't practice with it at all, really. So right. that was so nothing like what you may have done before. Well, what I've done before is taken an army and then like, hey, I want to change my list at the last minute. This was deciding to go to an event at the last minute. <laughs> and then being like, hey, does anybody have a second Castellan I can use? Spoiler, <laughs> the result was the same. <laughs> the result was nowhere near the same. <laughs> there were less games back then. That's true. Um, Narrator, it did not go well. <laughs> it did not go well. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Uh so um, for those that don't know, BAO did change their format this year. They went with a more or less an LVO format. Mm-hmm. So two days of six games, then top eight, make it to the single elimination on, sun- on Sunday. Yeah. So, John, why don't you go through your list real quick and let us know. Uh, sure. So uh, let's see. I'll put on the home screen. Uh, so my list was um, a... Imperial Knights Super Heavy Detachment with um, two cast, uh, two cast, uh, Castellans, Castellans, mm-hmm. however you want to say it, and also uh, Gallant. And I was like, well, they nerfed it, but if I take two, then maybe... As good as one, right? Maybe yeah. it'll be as good as the original. Um, really, it's, I took two because I was like... Nobody's it's Z-Ray. Gonna, nobody's going to expect Z-Ray. It's the, two better. Uh, yeah, right. I was like, yeah, nobody's going to expect the uh, Spanish Castellan Inquisition, so I'm going to take two. And uh, then the other part of it was a Astro Military Battalion, and it had two company commanders, three um, infantry squads with mortars, and then a heavy support squad with mortars. So basically what I did, actually, um, was I took the list that I took to BAO last year, and I was like, okay, well, I'd sold all those nights because I did not expect to be able to play in any tournaments until September. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait, I can go to the Berry Open on the Monday before it started. And I was like, well, I better cobble something together. And I know how to play nights. So I was like, well, let's take my list from last year and make it, make, make it different because the Castellan went up. So I took out the Crusader and I took out a Gallant and I added a Castellan and a Heavy Weapon Squad. And that was that. That's how I changed it. So the so list. You made it worse. Yeah, I guess so. I made it worse. Um, there's a lot of things in hindsight that I wish I had done, but again, I decided I was going Monday, and I left on Thursday. Would you say you were pressured into it by certain people to go? No, no. As and, soon as I realized I could, you, yeah, yeah. And please, Reese, I would rather you say that. <laughs> pressured into it by Reese and Danny. Yeah. Because Reese called me out live on the internet as like, hey, I think that this guy could win it. And I'm like, dude, I'm not even going. And he's like, oh, well, I, you know, 
I said, as far as I know, these people were going. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if I was pressured into it as much as like I had thought I definitely could not because of work. And then it turned out I could. And then I made it work with the rest of my life. And I was like, well, I guess we're doing this. And I did not play a single game in preparation with the double Castellan list. And I believe if I had, I probably would have done something different. <laughs> um, you know, it really wasn't that bad. Um, it's not good, but it wasn't that bad. Like I didn't, I didn't, when I lost games and I lost four, I did not get crushed in any of the games I lost. And the two games I won, I did crush people like by a lot of points. So it was, it's one of those problem lists where like, it doesn't have quite enough to do well in a situation where like you needed to pull it out in the end. Um, but if you are able to put your foot down on the gas early and just go, then it goes. And it, it, so it's just one of those kind of lists. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Um, double Castellan wasn't actually that good pre-nerf. What no. you think it was good? <laughs> what did you think it was good after? <laughs> I didn't really. But um, like I said, it was like, it was kind of like all I had to go on and, and I really had no time to like prep or try. And I was like, well, Castellans are really good. And if I get some favorable matchups, then sure, whatever. It could work out. Um, it didn't, which is fine. Like that happens. You're you're gonna play in tournaments, and sometimes you're not gonna do well. This is my this ties for my second or my worst showing ever in a tournament. So your worst showing was was it LVO or BAO? My worst showing ever what is this one and um, Hammer of Wrath last year. Oh, anyway, I've, like I've always gone either like fifty uh, percent or winning record. Um, I've never won outright. I've gone undefeated mm-hmm. in a Barry Open, but I've never won like right. outright. Um, and at Barry Open, actually, normally I'm either like, I, I'm well, because BR Barry Open used to be five rounds when I started playing. I was right. always like three and two. Um, I don't okay. think I ever did four and one um, when it was still five rounds, but like, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't. The two, like I said, the two games I won, I won pretty handily, but the, the four games I lost were all very, very close. So my first round was a hard matchup against um, Sean Morgan and his uh, Flyers. And that game could have gone differently a couple of ways. If um, I'd gotten to pick the side of the table, I could have taken the side of the table that actually had terrain uh, <laughs> as opposed to the side of the table that I that I, I got, uh, which had zero terrain, basically, the hide mine, like nothing. Um right. It was a hammer and anvil deployment, so the board all had all of the like big L-shaped terrains and stuff like that at the other end. Um, so that was going to be rough no matter what. Um, and if I'd gotten a couple of better rolls and a little bit more luck against his flyers, then it would have also been different, but I didn't, and that's fine. It's a dice game. That's going to happen, you know. And uh, let's see my that's second. That's take a skew-ass skew list. That's true. When I take a skew list, it's totally going to happen. Um, which BAO did I go undefeated at, Sad Clown? Last year's. I was 6-0 last year and got second place behind uh, Don Hoosen. And then um, my second round game was against Orcs. And that's a really bad matchup because there was just too many Orcs. And so basically the, what happened in all the games I lost, I lost to Eldar, Orcs twice, Horde Orcs twice, and Dark Eldar. And in every one of those games, what happened was my list just petered out in turns five and six. 
Like in turns mm-hmm. five and six, I was barely scoring anything, if at all. And my opponent was scoring like maxes and bonuses. And that turned that turned the game every time. Um, my game against Dark Eldar, I lost 21-20 or something like that. I lost by one point um, oh, wow. on the last turn, basically. So that was close. The Orc ones were all close, too. So, I mean, it would, they weren't bad games. And I was, uh, I think that if I had done what I really should have done, which was done one Castell and one Valiant, and then filled out the points I made up for the Castell and the Valiant with Guard, it would have been much, much better. Yeah, I, I will say, you know, as much as I relished John's score, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, uh, yes. that all of like none of the losses were in any way like, oh, man, like you got screwed. If you look at BCP and you look at like actual battle points, like mm-hmm. John's score, if like if it was a battle point tournament, you would have been well into like the top 30 percent. Yeah. You mean not a real tournament? Right. <laughs> well, yeah, we're just looking but, at the metrics a different way. Because when you look at things in pure win loss, that's awesome for like determining the overall winner, but it doesn't right. tell you a lot necessarily about the actual performance of the person in the list in the games themselves. To right. do that, you have to look at the battle points. Yeah, because there's plenty of games that. Well, even then, sometimes there's a close game, but then it doesn't seem close because scores might be wide apart. Yep. Uh, right. It's happened a lot more in previous editions of the ITC uh, missions. Yeah, uh, not, not so much the the current ones. Yeah, and then the two games I won, um, one was against Death Guard, and another one was against uh, Eldar. And again, that 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 game had flyers and stuff in it too. Um, but I just got I got much much better rolls. So like in my game against Sean Morgan, the first turn, um, I didn't kill a single one of his flyers, which is just not That's good. Not so good. Um, in my sec in my the second time I played Eldar. I took out both flyers, I think either turn one or they were, I took out one a turn, one and two, and that was that. Um, and then his wave serpents, I couldn't do anything to any of that stuff because I really needed to focus on killing the flyers first because those are the things that were really doing damage. But then um, his uh, his wave serpents were also doing a lot of damage um, just through volume of fire, you know. So it was a, it was a rough, that was a rough matchup. Um, Sean's a really good player. And I'd never played him before. Uh, really? We've been in a lot of tournaments together, yeah, but we've never actually matched up. So that was cool. It's always nice to play new players and play players that you like know from podcasts and things like that, and you you know from the internet. Like we both write articles for Frontline Gaming, so it was cool to like play somebody that I know, but I've never been able to actually play before. Yeah, I've never I've never played against him at, at a, tur- a tournament either. But then. I don't usually win, so. <laughs> well, if you play in round one, you don't have to. No, I guess not. I figured that out. <laughs> that was that happened pretty quick. So, uh, so any other highlights from the weekend? Uh, it was just you, a that really, you can mention. No, it was just a really fun weekend. Yeah, that I can mention. Um, it was a really fun weekend. Um, I don't really like the hotel setup that much. Like, if you wanted to get food that didn't wasn't super overpriced, you had to go. There was like a small town nearby, which isn't a big deal, but still, then you're taking an Uber and stuff, or one of you has to drive, and then you lose your parking spot in the tiny parking lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so during the day, you were kind of stuck at that hotel, which I'm not a huge fan of, but it happens. Um, the 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 restaurant there was absolutely horrific, just horrendous. <laughs> I mean, it was. They they had like basically no wait staff. Uh, the wait staff they did have was not good at all. Um, 
uh, like the, I don't know. It was cool having it. It was cool having a Kublicon, <laughs> but I'm not salty. I'm just saying, like, it, it, it was cool to have it at Kublicon, but right. you lose a lot when like it's it's the con is not you like uh, uh, frontline gaming to run. You know, okay. like we were not at the same hotel as the rest of the con, so even if like I won or lost fast, which I generally did. There was nowhere to go. Like there was nothing to do. It was not like at LVO where like, hey, I could go wander off and go um, play those, like go look at the other games in the other rooms or like anything like that. And it was nice to not be in Game Castle's like super tight in area because they didn't overfill the area they had. Um, But I do miss the fact that it wasn't at a game store. There wasn't the Trader Joe's right next door. That was always a nice at Game oh, yeah, Castle, yeah. was there was the Trader Joe's right there. So if you just wanted a snack, uh, there was a plenty of restaurants around that to go to. And this one, like I said, you either had to like leave and lose your parking spot, or take an Uber, or like fight the terrible wait service. Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not, um, overstating it when I say that the wait service was bad. Like that, that was a very, very common complaint that like. The food came out wrong all the time. It was slow. Um, it, it was like impossible to get your check. Like it was a, like everybody was complaining about the same thing from that place. So it's not just like me being like, oh, my hamburger wasn't done well one time. Like after we went there for breakfast the one time, we did not bother going back for anything but a drink at the bar. And even then it was like a ridiculously long wait to get a drink at the bar. <laughs> so... Um, but like none of that's the fault of frontline gaming. That's issues with the hotel, you know. So right. Um, would I go well, everyone back? Like- I don't know if I would go back. Actually, if it's there again at Kublicon. Really? Yeah. I really did not. There were there are aspects of it I really did not like. Um, I always liked Barry Open because it wasn't like a big con type thing. It was like. Mm-hmm more intimate and either at the barn thing or the game store or the top of the, the the top of the convention, that little convention center thing at the top of the parking structure. Like it was always its own thing. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. Maybe also that time of year is really hard for me. Like I'm not confident at all. I'd be able to go again if they do it at the same time. It was easier for you to do. Oh yeah. July was way easy. Like I basically committed to always going to that. Um, but I can't if it's in March most of the or May most of the time. I think um, J- July is just. I that's the other thing. I really wish it was in the summer like the old one. Summer was way easier for me. Well, I don't know. I don't know how long he's. Uh, it's going to be there for. Yeah, I have no idea. This foreseeable future. Um, uh, Jeff Robinson did win overall, mm-hmm. as many saw. Yeah, his list was great. I talked to him a couple times about it and stuff. It was cool. For a second GT win, yep. His first being at Battle for LA. Uh, this is um, a major. Well, it's his first major, right? His first major. He got it. He have, got a have GT. To belittle my tournament. I'm not belittling it. I'm just saying it's his first major. You just uh, clarifying. Yeah, I'm clarifying. I'm going to take it as belittlement. It's integrity. Let's have integrity. <laughs> so witty. Um. <clears throat> so. I think that one thing that came up and what's uh, one of the Patreon members wanted to ask us about was the spectator conduct 
maybe not at the event, but at least on the stream. And John is more familiar with this than I am because John follows a lot of uh, uh, Twitch streamers, uh, both in video games and on, uh, mm -hmm. especially during the uh, LVO or sometimes yeah. before GW took over, we would have to explain why things were the way they were yeah. to the to uh, the FLG guys. Um, I watched a little bit of it, especially the last round. Mm -hmm. I watched the quarterfinals and the finals of on Sunday, and there seemed to be. It wasn't. I I didn't think it was too bad, but there were a certain number of people that decided to try to make something out of nothing. Really, in terms of in terms of just uh, the conduct allegations of the yeah of cheating or something. Yeah, there, yeah. There was a lot of people claiming like. You know, any little mistake was, oh, look at him trying to cheat, or this is happening, and the you know, internet's just... favorite pastime. Yeah, I mean, we saw a lot of it. We saw a lot of it at top table with uh, with Alex in regards to Alex Harrison. Well, I mean, that but that was going to that was expected, and now basically what what's happened is because of LGT and because of that stream. Although we handled it exactly how right. we should have handled everything, um, and there was no cheating. Um, despite what certain people want to claim that they know, even though I was the one standing right there. Um, you don't the, know, John. You I only have two eyes. Apparently, I apparently don't know because I was the one who actually touched the clock and you could see it was my hand on the stream. You weren't there, John. You I don't know. know. It was not my hand at all, not my watch. Um, so I think that now what we have is now we have a precedence and like a set kind of culture where um, we have to watch the streams to find the cheater. Like everybody's going to make a mistake. So we need to make sure that we find the mistake and make sure that we make a big deal about it in case it's a big enough deal that they need to like retroactively give up their title. <laughs> like that's, that's like the thing now, which is stupid and sucks, but whatever. Um, the, so the, yeah, so now the thing is on Twitch for 40 K's like watch every game so closely that you can, uh, figure out the, a way to gotcha somebody who you're not even playing against. Like, yeah, I, I'm the one who back. found, um, I'm going to use Jeff as an example because Jeff Robinson has super thick skin and knows I'm not serious. Um, like they want to be the guy who's like, oh yeah, Jeff was totally being rude and a dick or Jeff was totally cheating and so this is how he was cheating and so now look at me, I'm the one who figured it out. I'm yeah, the one the, who posted was, the internet there were There were um, instances in golf I know of one instance in golf where a spec someone watching it on TV mm -hmm. actually called in a rules violation. Yeah, to the club, and it actually got someone either a, a, a penalty mm -hmm. or or got them ejected from the event. I've heard of that too with golf. Yeah, that's kind of amazing, actually. I think if I remember right, it was uh, a ball moved, like they grounded their so. they grounded I, their I, club. And the ball yeah. moved, and it was so like small that the guy himself didn't even notice because he wasn't looking at it. Right. And the 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 judge was right there because golf's got judges all over the place too. The judge who was right there didn't notice because it was like almost imperceptible, but you could tell on TV. And sure enough, they went back and looked at it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess that guy is a dirty cheater. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's not it's not it's not something new. It was that way. This no, is before, uh, I don't think it's new, but. It's certainly a new part of like our culture for our game. Like right. it wasn't used to be like people would stand around and watch a game to find somebody cheating. Like they stand around and watch a game, and that was those players' game, and they left it alone. Mm -hmm. 
And like, unless something was egregious, they didn't go and get a judge or like do whatever. Yeah. Um, and the culture shifted away from that. So, uh, yes, sad car. One of them actually was Harrison. So, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Well, I don't, but I don't know who people are on the internet. Um, so yeah, so like one of them was when, uh, when, uh, Jim was playing against uh, John Lennon, they were claiming that, um, one of Jim's strategies was to move the clock to different parts of the table. No, he had to move the clock to different parts of the table because that table was full of models. <laughs> um, I know that. I was standing there once when he moved it and he had, he moved it like to the middle of the board because like every, that whole board was so full of models. Like seriously, if you can't tell that the board is so full of models, while you're watching the actual game, are you actually watching that game? No, a lot of those like, people aren't. That's the thing. Like you look right. at, they're not some watching the, the actual game, talking, or they don't understand what they're seeing. Is more the common thing. You I get suppose. people who, no, I mean it's just really you get people who just really, they like play 40k in the sense of like, I don't know the way I used to play 40k when I was like 11, and like <laughs> I own some of these models and I think I understand the rules, but their problem is they're grown ass men who really truly believe they understand the game and they don't yeah and so they just you know start making these wild kind of comments with yeah. you know no he real understanding oh, he's moving the clock uh, and that's that's affecting the game state no he's moving the clock because he doesn't want the clock to affect the game state because the clock is huge and he's yeah. got a giant army and so does john lennon they have all these models and they have to get the models out of the way so they can actually play their game or they have to get the clock out of the way so they can actually play their game but then yeah, the, no, stream, I mean, the stream wants the clock on the stream. So if you move the clock off the stream, the stream complains because they can't see the clock, which I saw a couple of comments about that. Hey, how many minutes are left? Because I can't see the clock and I'm watching the stream and I can't see the clock. I thought there's supposed to be a clock. Where's the clock? And it's like, seriously, like, guys, like, you can't always have the clock on the stream. And yeah. they were getting upset because there wasn't like a dedicated clock cam and like, like there's an LVO. And it's just like, at that point, you got to understand that the people spectating online just, they're 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 just out for something like i was talking about earlier they want a controversy they're seeking out a controversy on purpose yeah and it wasn't it wasn't from what i could tell it wasn't everybody no no it was not everybody uh, it was just select few which is usually mm -hmm. the case yep. like online yep um, rabble rousers lynch mob what do you want to call it rousers. um but like, like we got a taste of it in person at lvo because uh, everyone kept on coming up to us, trying to tell us what Alex or or not just Alex, but other players are doing or not doing. Yeah, certain people were doing or not doing or doing too much of or not enough of or. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Axis of Entropy says uh, we need to listen to Chapter Texas because Jeff goes on about this. Well, both, I listen to it. Both Jeff and Jim are on to talk about their final game. Oh, cool. And they both talk about that mentality, especially for for Jim, because in both the his, both of his games there are claims of him, especially with the one with John, of him cheating with the, with the clock and some other stuff and bumping a model. Yeah. yeah. And, and with Jeff, it was more of Jeff's things. attitude. Um, but, but Jeff, that's were, Jeff's personality. Jeff's a online professional online gamer. Like he grew up playing StarCraft too. Like that's I don't know. It's hard because yeah. Is he personable at the table? No. But, like, does he have to be? I mean... not it, Well, not if, you're, if he's playing a casual game, maybe. Yeah. I mean, Jeff has some great witty comments. 
yes. in game. And like, <clears throat> he definitely has a personality in that way. But like, not everybody's going to play the game and try to be your best friend at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I think that's something that, again, it comes down to people who are familiar with this game in the sense of they play it versus people who play competitively. Right, because it's that beer and pretzels idea of like, well, you're just supposed to be having some fun, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, that's sure, you should be having fun. But at the end of the day, if you're playing a competitive game, your job is to win. So mm-hmm. sometimes that means you're not going to just banter back and forth. And also, some people just don't vibe, right? Like, or they don't want uh, to banter. Yeah. I mean, I think Jeff said it the best of like, the way he's going to play a game with someone like Brandon Grant, who's not going to respond at all to Jeff's kind of sense of humor or how Jeff tries to table talk. So there's no point in doing it, right? Like mm-hmm. that's probably, that would be more annoying to Brandon than just kind of the matter of fact down to business. Let's play this game. Right. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And, and, and well, yeah, just like you guys. I said, guess I'll have to listen to this episode of Traffic Tactics. <laughs> it's pretty good. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not saying I would, I would not normally because I like, I would love to hear Jeff and Jim. I just was not aware it even existed yet because I've been so busy. <laughs> yeah. They, they put it, it just came out like a couple days ago. Oh, cool. Um, but, um, and there, there are some people that are, that are just not, um, they just don't like to interact. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. They don't have what we call the social skills. Uh, well, well, okay. <laughs> I just make it a Waterboy reference. I feel like we don't make those enough. <laughs> Could just skip all the Adam Sandler references. We'd be fine. Oh no, Waterboy is a great movie. So you can shut your heathen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> I did like the fact that the top eight was very diverse. Yes. Like yeah, I think you had. I think... One Eldar, mm-hmm. a Tau, um, <clears throat> a Chaos, two Custodes, but they were very different Custodes lists. Yeah. Like uh, Jeff's was very like uh, was in Custode shooting. And it was, yeah, it was tech- well, so was so was Carlos's. Carlos had the Rusty 17. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I mean, if we're going to use the stupid pure uh, way to categorize things, then... Okay. Let's be accurate, at least. <laughs> right. And then let's just say it. Everybody was basically soup except for the Eldar player. No, because uh, Jack was, right? Because didn't Jack have... Did Jack Harpster, was he pure Eldar? I don't remember. Um, no. But, like, you know, it's... It I is can't hear it is. over Danny's uh, going through his bits bin. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Trying um, to get the stupid night together. <laughs> what else was there? There was... Uh, well, yeah, there was... Um, uh, juniors, no juniors, knights, imperium list. Yeah, obviously, Jim's chaos and <clears throat> John Lennon's GSC. So, I think there are three imperial players, mm-hmm. at, and that was the most. Mm-hmm. You know, like so, it wasn't like previous years where it would be. It wasn't like a certain tournament where it was like six Eldar players <laughs> in the top eight. I mean, the LVO, the first LVO of eighth edition. Uh, maybe I don't know. I can't remember now. Name and so shame. Long. Don't be a coward. <laughs> that was what two years ago now. Yeah, that was. Like Time like flies. A lot of years. Time flies when you're judging. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was I was um, pleasantly surprised at the 
uh, diverse. It was uh, good. Yeah, because Don Don Houston was there with his chaos. Yeah, he was the second wacky, chaos list. His wacky chaos list. <laughs> wacky. Um, Wild and crazy chaos. Well, it is. It is. Wild and crazy. I mean, as much as it's essentially a Forge World list. <laughs> hey, you know what? Those are cool models. I'm painting yes. a Leviathan on the stream. <laughs> so, yeah. Or it's just a repainting because I started it out for that Death Guard army I was going to do, and I was like, oh, eh. okay. But I, I sold all the models except for one of the Leviathans. <laughs> and then I'm getting, yeah, I'm I'm getting another Leviathan. Now. So it's one, two, uh, three Imperialists, two of them being with Custodes. Mm hmm. Uh, one Tal, one GSE, uh, two Chaos List, Jim and Don, and then uh, Jack with Altok, uh, Eldar. Okay, so he was just Altok. Yeah, he had he had the uh, the, the the Seer Council, I guess. Star. Yeah, no, I know it was a Seer Council star, but I didn't know if he had like a random Blackheart detachment or anything like that. I guess as close to a star as you're going to get in Eighth Edition. Yeah, but, I mean that thing is hard to break. If it has all its buff ups, absolutely. Yeah. So that is a legit legit unit and a legit Death Star. I don't like running up against it. I've run up against it a couple times in our local area. It's not yeah, uh, our local player Jay uh, comes to every tournament. He's he's been playing it for a while. I think he's playing it in our league still. I guess I shouldn't say it's not this uh, not fun. Either. It's just hard to beat. It's not it's not unfun in the way the Death Stars used to be unfun. Um, well, no, because you couldn't interact with you them. You couldn't interact with them, right? So this you can at least kill. Like I've stomped one to death before with, with two gallons, and like you can do stuff to it. Although Jay uh, isn't I, playing Seer Council, at least the last, at least I just played him. Oh he yeah, you played him last night, right? Seer Council. Oh yeah, he yeah. played the Wave Serpents, man. Yeah, which is Fire. a good list. Yeah, with um, Night Spinners. RVD, the the in regards to the Jinx at LVO, it wasn't cheating. What Jinx? Uh, when they they're claiming that Alex told uh, uh, Brandon how Jinx worked was incorrect. Oh, I don't remember. But that the way all. Jinx works, it it the way Alex had worded it is actually the correct uh, correct. Uh, yeah, I don't remember that. I mean, I don't remember that being an issue way. at all. Everyone uh, thinks it's an issue because yeah. it's Alex, but it wasn't. An issue. Well, and also they couldn't hear anything. Like you couldn't hear the actual players talking. No, and uh, it, people think he cheated because Brandon. Thought he he, Brandon thought that Alex read the rule wrong. But when you look at the rule, uh, Alex actually had the right. Yeah. Rule. Well, and they asked us that question. Danny and I looked it up. Yeah, I do remember and that. Now. That was the about. thing that Danny and I looked up. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly what we're talking about. Like seriously. And it didn't even matter. And it did not even. It was matter. actually a moot point because none of the rolls made would have mattered. Matter. They were all either ultimate. way above or well below. It did yeah, not matter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they were all either right. going to pass or fail either way, that's regardless. Right. I remember that now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good so. times. Yeah. Yeah, at least it's not 7th edition. No, no but the, the diversity was cool. Uh, I am a little bit happy that Alan, who went 5-1, and one, did not make the top 8, because that meant that we stayed for the round 1, and then we got on the road, and I was home by, like, 6. Oh, on oh, Sunday? Okay. Yeah. That was nice. It was nice to get home to Natalie and the kids. I'm sure she was happy. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I believe we had to talk Alan down from like going home on Saturday or Saturday morning. <laughs> no, he was joking. Yeah, sure. Is he though? 
Yeah, I think he was. Please. See, the sad thing is, though, I couldn't tell. Because he's done it before. Remember when he was four and one and why we left? Yes, I remember that. Okay, so was he joking? Was he? I don't know. Maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't pretend to understand what goes on in that mind. Uh, so, oh, I already talked to you about the event in the uh, the venue, right? Yeah, how much it sucks. Yeah, the venue was not cool. Um, the hotel room itself was really nice. It was certainly nicer than staying at those motels by the Game Castle. Yeah, the Game Castle. But, that said, the remainder of the stuff was not cool. And even, like, because it was so near San Francisco and the airport, everything was increased in, like, price. But there was a couple of cool little places uh, near... Like, just up the road. Like, literally up the main road. Um, there was, like, a small little, like, downtownish, old townish right. type area. And there was a cheap pizza and beer place. And there was a cheap, like, um, breakfast cafe place. So, we ate there a couple times. Yeah. RVD said he, t- he talked to uh, Harrison and he admitted that it was, that we ruled it wrong. But if, what's funny, though, is he, he probably doesn't know the rule himself. So well, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. It literally had no effect on the game, so who cares? I know. It's fine. Um, uh, someone else is asking about um, going going with through the uh, show notes real quick. Um, the so that was Bao yeah. um, basically in a nutshell. Any I mean, other, any, I, didn't, any I didn't go. I didn't go undefeated this year, so there's not a lot to talk about. <laughs> any, any, any highlights <laughs> from your games? Um, you know what? I I really enjoyed playing orcs because there's no orc players near us. Like, there's yeah. not anybody who plays orcs reliably, right? In our area, and so I really had no. You know what they do. I mean, I I do know what they do because I've read and watched battle reports or whatever. But you don't really know till you've played it. And each of those games I was in till again, turn five. Turn five, the turn goes over to five, and I usually, the the list I was running had petered out, and so turns five and six were all theirs. But, um, like, I was holding my own against both those orc lists, and it was down to the wire both times. So, um, But it is cool to see all the different things that they can do. Mech guns, shock attack guns, big giant boys mobs being recycled, stuff like that. <laughs> So any, uh, I know you're playing in the league. Mm-hmm. What do you? What are you playing in the league? Imperium. But you're doing the mix. Uh... I said I declared Imperium so I can play wherever I want. Okay. <laughs> like seriously, it does like, give you quite the options. Yeah. Like yeah, if I they're... if I say I'm going to play knights, then I've got to play all knights. If I say I'm going right. to play space marines, which is stupid because space marines suck, I have to play all space. <laughs> like I say Imperium so I can play whatever I want. Um, I think the first list I'm going to run is going to be my amended berry open list where i take out one castellan put in a valiant and then fill out the guard uh and also take a pokeball assassin assuming my assassin comes in the mail okay. well i've got three you can borrow oh cool okay <laughs> i think i'd probably go vindicare or Calexus depending on matchup well if it's Those... a character if it's a heavy character armor you go vindicare yeah. yeah, like Vindicare is great against Chaos um, just because, mm-hmm. you know, they rely on sorcerers and Arimon and yeah. infantry characters that uh, Vindicare really is used, quite happy to see. 
I could have really used a Vindicare in my game against um, Sean and my game against the Orc players because I yeah. sniped with the missiles but didn't do enough, and the Vindicare could have just finished him off. Right, and then gets to double tap. And then gets to double tap, yeah, into another character. Um, so that would have been cool to be able to do that, but, you know, I, that, that didn't happen. That's the advantage <laughs> of taking the Rusty 17. Um, if you can put on the sniper rifles on the unit captains yeah, or whatever, what whoever can take Robinson it. Robinson did. Yeah, because it just gives you between the Oathbreaker missile and if you use mm-hmm. the stratagem, yeah, um, and the Vindicare, and then those little snipers, like you can really just consistently, at least for two turns, pop two characters. Two yeah, foot you can characters. whittle away at them. Yeah, um, Danny, what are you taking for the league? Since we're moving on to the the new league that just started up. Uh, just, I decided to, you know, I just, cause my back can't take all of my nid lists that involve like 180 models. So, um, <laughs> yeah, seriously. playing just, just chaos and mostly goofing around with renegade oh, knights great. before the codex and, yeah. you know, my bloodthirsters and the models I like playing. So, you know, I don't expect to do very well, but that's fine. I'm just want to play armies where I don't need to spend in an ordinate amount of time moving things, even with movement trays, which again, Hammerhead Games makes great movement trays that really, really do save your life if you want to run a horde. But I do. I saw a lot of movement trays of Barry Open. <clears throat> they're just yeah. a smart way to run things. Yeah, no, they're great. But so yeah, mostly probably mostly Chaos Knights and then um Bloodthirsters and character spam. I've I have fallen in love with the Chain Lord. Uh, right. Just because uh, Adam saw this, I uh, he's pretty great. I, yeah, I charged um, a chain yeah. lord into a crimson hunter and killed it uh, yes. in one volley, and yes. uh, doing eight mortal wounds. Yeah, that's amazing. And the thing is, just so I mean, it's swingy, but for ninety three points, it's such a great missile. Yeah. You know, it's just because that's the thing. It's ninety. I mean, it eats up your, which kind of sucks, but you know, it's uh, it's ninety three points for a model that can just legitimately spike and suddenly do eight, ten mortal wounds plus its attacks, right? Like, so it's just, it's baller. Um, <laughs> I mean, I kind of, I know it's bad, but I really want to run a Baden, not as like, not with cultist spam, but just as kind of a beat stick character who walks behind the knights and just pops out and does a shit ton of damage on his own. Nice. I mean, that'd be fun. Why not? Yeah, and you know the problem with like knights and bloodthirsters, who I love, is that they can't go into fucking buildings. Um, so yeah. Chain Lord Abbey kind of helps that out. Yep, Abaddon can still go into. He's still infantry. Yep. So walk his happy ass into a magic box and kill people who are in there. I didn't yeah. give him the uh, Gilliman monster treatment, huh? No, no. he's still infantry. He's a punk ass bitch. <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's not a Primarch. <laughs> hey, I thought uh, Chaos can do anything. I thought he's supposed to be swollen with the powers of Chaos. Sure, he is, but, but uh, I thought he was supposed to be swollen. a clone of Horus. No, they got rid of that in one of the short stories. They talk about him killing his own dad. Nice. Or it could just be uh, who he thought was his dad. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Pretty morbid. <laughs> Fratricide. No. Fratricide yeah. is killing your brother. What's killing your father? Patricide? Patricide. 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 Yeah. Or regicide if it was the king. Or both. Why not both? Sure. We can <laughs> just check off all the above. All the sides. All the sides. Should we get all the sides of that? All the murders. 
So another question is, um, aside from going off off of what you own, how do you come up with a list for the vast selection available to Imperial Imperium Chaos uh, Eldar, basically? Yeah, that sounds like not a, a question. Question. that's not a question for me. I don't. I only build lists with either what I own or what I am intending to buy. So you go, you go off like I go off of potential lists or no. a list I want to build. Well, I mean, I guess sometimes I'll buy according to a list that I've built, but that's pretty rare. Yeah, I mean, I have with my collections. I kind of at this point just focus on what I got, which is everything. <laughs> So that's so, very limited. Yeah, uh, although I don't, like I said, I don't really have a functioning Imperium army besides knights and like half-built sisters. So, you know, it's a little different. But I think it's, I think when you're building a list and like you're deciding on like, do I want to play Imperium? Do I want to play Chaos? Do I want to play um, Eldari? You really just, I don't know. I always think in, I don't know how you would put it, archetypes of list, right? Like, mm -hmm. do I want an assault list? Do I want a shooty list? Do I want a board control list? And then from there, start narrowing it down into the flavors of those archetypes, right? Like, do I want a character-heavy assault list? Do I want a horde assault list? Do I want just, you know, uh, a charge out of reserve or, you know, kind of weird angle assault list? Do I want a static shooting list? Do I want a jumpy shooty list? Right, and then start thinking about how to build it from there and looking for units that complement that or shore up the weaknesses of that play style. Yeah. Usually, usually it's, it's like with the different, like I could build just about any of the, uh, vigilist detachments if I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like what I feel like at this point, uh, what I feel like playing, like I tried out. I mean, the, there's more like, than just the emperor's wrath artillery. Battalion. Well, that's for Imperials. <clears throat> I'm talking about chaos. Um, <laughs> Actually, is Brandon Brandon Grant uses all like all three of those vigilist attachments no, in, his, in his uh, Imperial Guard army. Yeah, he um, has them all in his back pocket. Yeah, <laughs> so like I tried the devastation bat the devastation battery one. I tried the the uh, raptorial host right um, one with the chain lord. Um, yeah, I'm not smart back. enough to keep them all in my back pocket. I would have to go. <laughs> I'd have to go into my tournament with the plan that I'm going to take the same one every time. Oh right. You well, know. no, he he takes all three. Oh, he like he doesn't change it up. You mean? No, he all three are in his army. He has three three detachments. That's and all and one is one is oh, each. Oh, that's uh, right. He was running the his new non Castellan yeah. three his, guard that's his latest list without that's the right. Castellan. Yeah. And with guard, you could do that. With him, with chaos, you can't really do that. No, yeah. I guess you could, but maybe, uh, yeah, three sucky detachments. Yeah, RVD, you're right. Guard is really good. They have a lot of useful builds. I think guard is easily the best mono codex. Like, without question. Especially yeah. the Vigilus. Yeah, so so I know for myself, uh, it, it more or less comes down to what I want to try. Like, I wanted to try the Reptorial Host. I wanted to try the Devastation Battery. Mm -hmm. You know, for our league, I'm actually trying to go for low-hanging fruit in terms of ITC and play a pure faction. Huh. And I've chosen Renegade and Heretics in, a in anticipation a of a codex. I'm, I'm, I'm banking on a codex. Or, or We've actually White heard index. of the next codex. We've actually heard of Chaos Knights. And you right. went with, I'm going to do Renegades and Heretics. Yes. Because I want to be hipster. I feel like that's very well thought. Always. 
Oh, yeah, Axis, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You do have to put them on your, your tournament roster. I'm wrong. Yes, and Brandon writes all three. All three, he yes. Takes, he yes. takes all he writes three. all three, yes. Yeah, I was mis I was misunderstanding. But, uh, yeah, so I'm going to run a Renegade and Heretics. Um, and I'm pu actually putting together those uh, Trader Guardsmen from Black Fortress. Oh, nice. And they look really good. They go together really easy. Yeah, they're they're really cool looking. I wish yeah. they would, you know, put them out in an actual box. Yeah. yeah sort of like, you know, the Shadow Spear box. It would be nice if, like, you could buy just, <laughs> just the Infiltrators or just the Eliminators. Who knows? You may see that yeah. someday. They'll do it as soon as I finish this army, probably. Yeah. Um, as soon as I have all the uh, well, renegades. This is why you got to be smart and you know, do the army that you know coming next. Like I'm super excited about Chaos Knights. Hell yeah. Yeah, that, that's. Oh that's yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing that did come up, and I really wanted to talk about really quick, um, to go away from a with the shitty army that I'm going to play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> smoke and mirrors smoke and mirrors <laughs> uh, uh, at BAO and at another tournament uh, that was that same weekend there, hap there happened to be two uh, draws in the last round mm -hmm. a draw a draw in each one yeah um, and both of them involved players that were on the same part of the same club yeah now when that happened there were a few people that were wondering if it was collusion I'm not saying it is collusion because I don't believe either one was. From what I understand from talking to... Did anybody call Robert Mueller because he's uh, now unemployed? Because <laughs> he's available now? He's available now. <laughs> uh, I'm, sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure he's he's cheap to hire. Um, oh, yeah. Former director <laughs> of the FBI. I'm sure he's very cheap to hire. No, sure was he, he FBI? Yeah, he was the FBI, right? Uh, I'm sure he does pro bono work all the time. Mm -hmm. Um but as a judge or as a TO, um, sometimes it does happen. And, and as we saw at LVO in, on the Age of Sigmar side, um, it, is, it is done in a maybe not malicious intent, but in a not above board uh, intent. And, and sometimes it's hard to figure that out, especially if you're not watching. Uh, with what happened at yeah, LVO. The one was, they, yeah, that one was a 30-point draw for each of them. Yeah, that's just nuts. Yeah, well, plus I think the TO more or less saw them do it. I think uh, the TO, no, recent Frankie didn't seem to. But they talked to him about it, and no, uh, no. Well, when I talk about the T, I mean the guy running it. Well, he, the judge, saw. Well, kind of either saw or knew mm -hmm. about it right away because yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they they put it well, in the scores. Yeah, in LVO they did it in five minutes. Right, yeah. like they literally submitted their scores five minutes out of the as after the round started and went to get drinks and didn't actually come back to like fake play their game only until their teammates oh, yeah, were yeah, like yeah. texting them like the hell are you doing get back here and play your damn game right <laughs> right and even though they tech quote unquote play their game they still got to draw somehow supposedly yeah, that's maybe silly. <laughs> sure sure what are we saying they wanted uh, Barry open Nick. Hayden, tasty taste. He was saw there. a lot of that game, and so you know for a fact that if it was fishy, it'd have been all over his blog and his Facebook. Yeah, like I that was, dude I does not worried. pull punches when it comes no. to like shady stuff and gossip and whatever. Like he's the TMZ of 40k, <laughs> and he'd have been all over that. So the fact that he was like, "Oh yeah, no, it's fine," 
made me immediately go like, yeah, it was probably fine. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. At, at top tables, it's usually hard to to hide unless the TO is watching you do it, like what happened at OVO. But right. I mean, I mean, if if you're at an RTT and you notice there's a draw, with, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's two teammates, yeah, what do and you the draw because the draw more or less, at, especially at an RTT, will keep the standings where they are usually. Yeah, especially if there's no other no other uh, uh, undefeateds. Yeah, well, that draw was also not the last round for the day, so like they both had to play one more game. So it wasn't like that draw made sure that both of them got into the top eight the next day. Right, but at the at the other event, it was the last last game. Oh, you're talking about the other event? Yeah, I don't know about that one. Well, well, no, that's what I mean. There's there are two there are two draws in mm-hmm. near the top tables at, at two Those different weekends. events. One was BAO, the other one was uh, I forget the name right now. But I I talked to the TO at the other one, and he's like, oh yeah, I watched the whole thing. It's feels fine. Yeah, I mean, it's just super suspicious when all you can see is the numbers on. When you all you see are the numbers and the and you know the team, their teammates, and yes. it it just raises an eyebrow at the very least. Although I did um, bring up the point that like, okay, I'm not saying either of these groups of people did this, but at some point you're playing your friend and you look over there and you realize, okay, well we could both just get a draw of like. We each get this many number of points, or like it's in between a lunch, you could talk it out, or you could text, right. or there's stuff that like it's possible. Right. You know. Um I'm I mean the the problem of course is always you know, to really come down on people, you have to have some kind of hard evidence and right. Oh yeah. A I'm draw sure. and they're on the same team is not enough. Right. I know that no, looks bad. And it's really easy when you're kind of not Keep, there. And really when you're not, yeah, when, when you're, you're not the one who bears the responsibility, warrior. right? Like yeah. when you're the TO or the judge who bears the burden of having to go up to people and be like, I think you cheated. I'm going to zero your scores out, right? Like it's real hard to make that decision just based on like, well, I think this kind of looks weird. So fuck you guys. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, when when I had to do it, it was easy because the guys had walked away from their table after like ten minutes. Yes, at the at the, RT, the Sunday RTT. That's like two or three super years ago. super easy. You, you guys know, clearly they, just did not play yeah. your game. So well, and 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 the what didn't help the what didn't help the case was I think I mentioned this story before was when I when one of the when they when one of the players that thought he had won uh, the tournament. Because this was, this was the year before we did single elimination, and this is oh, why right. we do single elimination now. It's a um, lot easier the, for them, yeah. So what what ended up happening was he came to and asked about it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I, I zeroed you guys out because you guys colluded. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you guys didn't play your game. You got you guys didn't even. And, I, and then and so I asked him, did you guys play your game? And he was like, no, we just <laughs> put in a tie and walked away. And I'm like, okay, okay, let me ask you again. Did you guys play your game? Because I technically did not see that. Right, so I found right. out about it, you know, five minutes later, because the game, the round had just started. So I asked him in that tone, kind of like, hey, "Now, did you play the game?" And he looked at me dead in the eye. He said, "No, we did not. <laughs> we just the way. Uh, cool story, I'm bro. Like, ah, I can't." And help your inter- and your internal. <laughs> internal uh, dialogue is just you stupid mother <laughs> <laughs> cool. yeah i get called that name instead um 
So yeah, so I had to tell them, and then they 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 took it to Reese, and Reese Reese is very uh, for those that don't know, Reese is very uh, uh, no uh, no BS, no BS in regards to collusion, especially yeah. um, because of just the integrity of the game and just the integrity of the event, integrity uh, of everything, the players, the event, the game yeah. itself. So like, there's a so lot. So in, in that in that matter, it was easy to tell them that I you know I, I had to zero you guys out. You guys didn't even play the game, right? Um, just, so it's just something to keep an eye like, on. The judge has to respect, for the most part, decisions of the players. Right. Unless that decision is we're not going to play our game and just call it what we want. Right, right. That is not a decision amongst the players that a judge would have to like um, uh, allow or respect or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But it also brings up a somewhat gray area in in this regard when people talk out the rest of a, of a game. Hell, you're not supposed to do that, but it happens. But there's nothing. There's not a whole lot you can do to police it. Um, it even happened well, like with me at the Barry Open. So we was like, well, this I think this will happen, and I think this will happen. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, really, all I'm going to do is run my knight over here, and if I get enough movement, then I'm going to draw. So why don't we just roll my movement? So we rolled how much my advance would be. And sure enough, I did not advance far enough, and I would not get over there because he had hidden all of his units in a building. So it's like, okay, I'm either going to be able to advance far enough with these two rolls, and you're not going to come out and shoot me. So that is basically the game. So it's not, I mean, that's kind of talking it out. Like, did we actually legitimately, like, pass the clock and all those things? No. I think there's a, there is a difference between, yeah, you know, something like that where you are more or less you're in the, you know, you've actually made a a legitimate effort to play your game to the best of your abilities. And you are simply, you know, going through the logical, the logical progression of the game with the game as it is now. And then, yeah, rolling for anything that actually needs to be rolled for. I think that's something quite different than just, you know, 10 minutes in being like, I don't want to play, you know, let's just split, you know, I mean, I walked up to a table at the Barry Open one year, and the guy was like, this is my third game playing Grey Knights in a row. This is fifth. And he's like, uh, I don't want to do this because I get blown off the table every time because he's playing Dark Eldar. He's like, so you win, and let's go have a beer and watch a Goat Boys game. And I was like, okay, no problem. 10 a.m., sure, no problem. I'll have a beer with you and watch Goat Boys game. <laughs> and even that is, well, Code of Conduct didn't exist yet. <laughs> well, that is a concession, which is allowed. You're allowed to concede. Yeah. You're allowed to concede at any point, really. Yeah. Um, but I think I think talking it out is not is like Danny said, more of a fine line because a lot of players, as you as the more you play, the more you develop the skill of being able to see where the game is going. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially as you get towards the end, like turn four or five. Yeah. That's so true. at that point, you can see, you can kind of see what's remaining and what 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 moves are available to you and what mo- and what moves are available to your opponent. Yeah. That's true. And and to me, that's more just, you know, fast forwarding the game as opposed to just a, a straight out collusion as a saying, let's just do this, this and call it a, a day. But yes. that does that does bring the the danger of almost bullying a result as opposed to an actual result. No, that's true. And I think yeah, that's kind of the some, correct yeah, answer some, there. <laughs> what? what was that? I, said, I think that's kind of the correct answer there. I said, well, don't be a wuss. No. <laughs> Sorry, was that too bellicose? I don't know. I, I didn't hear you. See, I mean, 
Um, yeah, I mean, don't don't let yourself get bullied. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Like, well, I mean, if you uh, think you have a legitimate chance of winning a game, you don't allow your opponent to be like, "Let's talk this out." I swear to right. God, cat. I swear to God, cat. <laughs> don't let that cat bully you, John. I'm not. I got it out of the way. Um, but I, th- I think in in that regard, sometimes players are intimidated by a, by a, by a personality, a name, a named personality. Well, in that case, yeah. the named personality is cheating. <laughs> Look, we're, we're we're aware. We know exactly who you're talking about. Well, at least you, Danny, and I know who you're talking about. And that person is a known cheater. So, <laughs> who does not any longer play at OVO? Um, but because uh, I remember one one uh, Barry Open, I think it was the first one, uh, 2016, mm-hmm. where it was someone one of our guys. First played, one you uh, went to. The first one I went to, yes. Yes. The the one in at the uh, on top of the parking yeah on top of the parking structure where we had to go up seven flight of stairs because yeah. we didn't know what the front door was yeah um, and you were, and you all you out. all you old men were winded yeah and yeah, I and I so. made the the Ghostbusters joke <laughs> yes um so they were playing a, a player who I don't even know if he plays anymore but at the time he was he was well known. Mm-hmm. Uh, for slow play and uh, an unusual interpretation of the rules, to put it probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he was—I don't think he was bullied, but I think he was—he just went with whatever he said was the points for the mission. Yeah. <laughs> and when and when we actually did the math correctly, he actually won the game instead of losing the game. Right. But we didn't figure out to like the next round. Nice. So good times. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> don't let yourself get bullied, kids. <laughs> Seriously, and don't bully yourself. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> don't bully yeah. yourself out of a game. Don't bully yourself. Um, another another uh, uh, Patreon member wants to talk about sportsmanship, in, in especially in respects to making your opponent's game experience better. Um. Even when they're losing, I guess more importantly, it's more he put it more improving salty situations. Uh, I know. I, I mean, I don't understand salty situations of like your own making or what? Why? What? No, like if you're if you're winning so you're winning so handedly. Mm-hmm. I know you wouldn't know what this is like, John, right now because of your recent <laughs> experience. Mm-hmm. But let's let's flip the table. Let's say you were actually winning a game, mm-hmm. you know, and it was it was so it was and it was so bad for your opponent that you could tell they're just not having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, at, they, at that point, you just you kind of. I think the best thing to do is don't don't joke, <laughs> don't don't try to be cute, like because at that point, if you know that the other person is not taking it well, that is not the time for you to be like, let's joke around about your bad dice. Right. Let's joke around about my great dice. Let's. Uh, I even think at that point, like you even like uh, <clears throat> temper your desire to root for them. You know, in certain cases, like you'd be like, "Oh man, I hope you like you should totally go for that. That'd be great." Like at that point, like I think being quieter than usual is best. Whereas I think a lot of players' instinct is to go over the top, super nice jovial into everything and i don't know if necessarily that's the right try to don't try to make them laugh 
Yeah. Don't buy it. Try Don't try to make it better out. when you're the person causing their like depression. Their misery. Yeah. <laughs> I what, think what, that is a valid point. What what always gets me personally is when people apologize. Yeah, don't don't ever apologize because you're winning. It just makes it even worse. Of like, oh, now he's pitying yeah. me. Awesome. <laughs> I think it's okay to like commiserate over like terrible die rolls or something like that, right. or like a failed no, no, that's, a failed three inch charge. Like it's okay to commiserate over that kind of stuff or be empathetic towards it, but uh, yeah, like being like, oh man, I'm so sorry that I just rolled six sixes on the one time yeah. that you actually wounded my knight. <laughs> like that's not, and obviously you wouldn't frame it that way. It's like, oh, you roll six sixes, and be like, oh man, I'm sorry. Like, don't do that. Just be like, if you want, if you have to comment on it because you just rolled Yahtzee, then do something like, oh man, that's crazy. I should be playing Yahtzee. Right. Like, don't make a comment of like, I'm sorry that you're getting destroyed. I'm sorry that my dice just screwed you. Like, whatever. Like, don't do stuff like that. I mean, si- silence is golden sometimes. If you're really sorry, you wouldn't have played picked that army to begin with. It's true. If your army is curb stomping your buddy because it is the flavor of the month, great, amazing army. Don't don't go apologizing for it. Yeah, because you know what? You're really not sorry. Yeah, you're actually overjoyed. <laughs> No, I mean, I think for me, yeah, silence is usually golden um, where it's just like, let's just get the game done. Like, you know, let's be, you know, be cordial, be professional, but don't, you know, don't sit there and try and sell them some belief and like, it's all okay. But, you know, (laughs) and for me, what usually helps when I'm having a, just a chippy game, right? Like one way or the other, um, for whatever reason is I try to find... You know, I just ask leading questions to try and find something that they enjoy that I am knowledgeable of that we can talk about instead of how badly they're getting destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, so I'll make a football joke. I'll make an Archer joke. I'll make a Star Wars joke. I'll make some something that's just, not related to the game. Yeah. Exactly. Just to test and see. And if they don't respond at all and it just seems like I'm making it worse, then shut the fuck up. Right. And just <laughs> let that game just right. mark it down to you're not making a friend there but yep. most of the time you can you know we all like kind of the same stuff because clearly we're drawn to 40k which means we have certain things certain tastes in common this racist so yeah well <laughs> okay john um so uh i'm just saying i find that personally helps attacked. well that's you just because you're good. miserable to play against wow i'm not miserable to play against at all thank you very much yeah i think my uh-huh. favorite one is uh <laughs> Don't spread that rumor. We can talk about me being salty all we want, but let's not spread the rumor that I'm actually a bad opponent to play against because I will play some of these people sometimes. Um, uh, that, that was my round three opponent on the Barry Open, actually. he's He he didn't realize who I was till the end. Because, you know, I don't walk up to a table and be like, hi, I'm Salty John from TFG Radio, head judge for the LVO. Like, why would you do that? Narrator. He absolutely does this. I do not do that. I do not do that. You so, forgot, you forgot uh, uh, most well-known 40K judge. Most well-known 40K judge in the world. Yeah. Thanks, Pablo. Um, I'm never going to live that down. Um, nope. That's going to be on your tombstone. What are you talking about? Jesus, I'm not. I will chisel it on. Adam, if I'm still friends with you when I'm dead and you're still alive, then we have worse problems than oh, having on it's, my it's, That's going to be on my will if I go before you. Definitely. <laughs> Anyways, so the guy like realized round three 
or at the very end of the game, we were talking. He invited me back uh, to for a drink. Back to his bar. place? No, at the, to the bar. He was like, hey, let me buy you a drink. Because it was like a one-point win, and he won it by hiding in a building. And he was like, uh, this is going to be super cheesy, but I definitely want the win. Because we both basically had no wins at that point, right? And I was like, that's cool, dude. It's fine. If I can make it over here. This is the one where I, we, we talked it out, basically, and I rolled the two rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm going to roll my two rolls, and it's not a big deal. Don't feel bad about hiding in the building. And so then over the course of like us being at the bar for a while, it, he realized, oh, yeah, you're from TFG Radio, and you that's where I know you from. I know you from the LVO. And he's like, you're not salty during your games at all. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm not actually salty during my games at all. My favorite, no, my favorite salty game ever was um, it was actually we were just like playing a fun game on a Tuesday night. And, uh, and I go... At one point, I go okay to the pro- like the person saying so like, and he's and he stopped and he's like, "Look, okay, I understand that this is like a fun game or whatever, but like you're you're acting like it's like a tournament game." And every time I see him, he's just like, "Okay," and that's getting re- on my nerves. <laughs> and I was like, and I and I want to be like, "Okay," to him saying that, and I was like, "Um, sure, no problem. I'll keep aware of that." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I mean, this is something I've talked about with other people too. Like I've like other people do this also. This is just a relaxing game. And like I'm over here losing, and you're just like every time I see him, like, okay, okay. It's like seriously, this is just for fun. And I ended up losing that game by 15 points. Oh, so he starts and bitched you. Yeah. And I was just like, whatever. And somebody else was watching the game and and the guy wandered off. And uh they're like, Wow, like, what's that all about? And I was like, it doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> Like seriously, it doesn't matter if somebody's gonna be like that. You just gotta let them be like that, right? Like that's just the way it is. Like yeah, if they're I mean, gonna be, they're gonna get on your case because you said okay as a response a bunch of times, and they feel like now you're taking it very um, competitively. All of a sudden, it's like okay, well, I'm not really. I'm just saying okay. You said you're gonna do something, and I'm acknowledging that I heard it. Um, you just have to let them be. That's the, uh, if they are actively telling you the thing they don't like, then actively don't do that thing, whether you agree with it or not, and just move on. Like that's that's all you can do. Yeah, I usually say sure. I say sure a lot. Yeah. And instead of okay, right. it's like instead the same. Okay, yeah. You say okay, but I say sure. Xtab <laughs> hiding in the building wasn't cheesy. It was just like the smart play. It's the smart play, but it's also like not interactive. Like that's why, by, that's why it make it feels bad sometimes. Right. It's like it gives like a feels bad because basically like you hide your units in the building and you know I can't do anything to them and you can't do anything to me. And so that's the way – and he's going to score one point or whatever because he's within a certain number of inches of an objective and he's ob, obsec and I'm not, you know, like whatever. Like it, there was no way for me to interact with that. So it's not like – I don't know. I don't know if it's cheesy but it's definitely like non-interactive. It's like, okay, well, I'm ending the game basically. Um. Yeah. yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> Sad clown says, "Sure, sounds salty as fuck." Haha, <laughs> 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 you're the salty one now. That's salty Adam. We're gonna give yeah, you I the salty crown. I guess it's the inflection. Maybe you get the you yeah. get the uh, the the name now. Salty no, Adam. No, no, no. I don't. I yes. don't. That's the best part. I don't. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> Well, see, Adam doesn't really play anymore, so no one really seeing games around. True, and I really don't care. Uh, that's true. You don't really care, which is the worst part. 
not caring helps a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, but uh, you, you know what might be helpful too sometimes is uh, when you're with your teammates and learning to read the room. Uh, and what yeah, I mean by I that is, is learn. Well, learning when you walk up to a table is catching the vibe of the table. I mean, to also just look at your record and look at their record. If you've both lost like three games, mm-hmm. you you're you're walking up to a table where the other guys lost three games, and if they're not necessarily going to be taking it like you're taking it, right. You might right. be taking it terribly, and if you're aware of that, awesome. Good for you to be self-aware. But if you're taking it well, like I walked up to my third game, I had Bay Area Open, 0-2, and I was like, okay. Like, whatever. It's fine. I'm playing Dark Elder. Okay. Like, I was fine. But you may be walking up to a table with another guy who's 0-2 and, and super cranky about it. Right. Yeah. No, I was talking about if you're if you're just a spectator. Oh, okay. A spectator. But Why no, that, but spectator? that. I mean, that's good too. But because sometimes when you're, let's say, like you, John, you said you're finished with your games earlier, or whatever, and you yeah. want you see how your, your roommates or your mm-hmm. friends, or just I, see how some. some I in general do not talk to people in games, even if they are my roommates or my friends. Well, what a lot of people do is ask, "Hey, how's it going?" I'll ask that only if they're at a low in the game, and I know, like I've read the table well, and I think that's your point you're making, right? Like to read the situation. Yeah, to read the table, read the situation, because a lot of times, especially like uh, what uh, what the Patreon member asked in regards to improving a salty situation, because if you're if you're literally tabling somebody and you they ask, "Hey, how's it going?" and I, I, you can't just say, "Oh, I'm killing this guy." Right, <laughs> and uh, like they, and then at that point, like the nice thing to do is be like, "Oh, you know, it's, it's pretty back and forth." And usually, they, yeah. But then your opponent might be like, "No, it's fucking not." <laughs> I know, right? Again, I don't, I don't think you should ever try to lie for someone's benefit like that because mo- most likely than not, they're just going to see it as patronizing. Yeah. My, so you just, you know, you just say something like, "It's going right," like just something non-committal. I mean, you know, in like, that case, I'll even say like, even if I'm if I'm winning and I know I'm winning. I might say something like, it's going good. But like in a very like even mannered way, not like, oh man, like great. Ma- matter of fact. It's awesome. She's like, you're like, it's a good game. Like, yeah, you're not I'm like pushing oh this guy's shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Like, oh yeah, I'm totally rickrolling him right now. Like, you're not going to say something like that. But like, also, you don't want to be like you were saying, Danny, you don't want to be patronizing. No. Yeah. There was, I, there was, there was a game I was playing. It was, uh, I think it was the league, either the league champs or the league like semifinals. And I was playing against uh, Tom. Mr. I don't care about winning games, winning all the yes. leagues. Yeah. Well, that was back when I was winning all the leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't care when I don't have a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, sure. Keep going. And it was against, I think I was playing Knights and it was against Tom's Tau. And, so you were um, losing? No, I, no, this, no, I never lost to Tom's Tau with my Knights. Oof. I have it. It's a fact. It's Tom, not, what the hell, man? No. This was before. I guess we um they unlocked what to do with Tao. <laughs> oh, okay. This is it's still in uh This is pre Jeff taking Tao, taking Tom under his wing. Well, that was also like pre a lot of Tao players figuring out Tao too. Yes. That was also pre like, It took a lot longer being playable. Yeah. Yes. It took a lot longer than usual with that codex for the players to crack the code. Well, you, we can already see that with Necron, same same thing. Yes. But how long has the codex been out? Almost a year. But they haven't cracked code they're starting to you're starting to see necrons creep up more in the standings of, of i think that's of because people, nobody they have things that you don't build for and as soon as like uh, look necrons are not a good army 
I'm thinking. It's not like Cal, where like you're gonna find some magical build. I, you're just not. Okay. I mean, I, let the I hate mean, roll in. Whatever. I um, what I'm saying is that's it's, sure. it's placed in a lot better in pre than previous. Sure, placing better is not going to be the same as like having really good winning records. Like Tau have got some really good winning records. I'm actually surprised Tau hasn't won one just by good matchups at this point. Because at some point, a Tau player is going to have to like get the luck of the draw and not get their worst matchup. Like that's what I did to Barry Open when I went six zero. I managed to dodge Dark Eldar the entire time. Right. And at Hammer of Wrath, I did not dodge Dark Eldar. I played him twice. <laughs> Sad Crown says it's hard to crack the code when you're when people are swimming through oceans of tears. It's true. <laughs> I like I like that that analogy, Sad Clown, and I'm going to steal it. <laughs> I will be using that in the future. But and with Tao, all the stupid waifu fan art. Uh, don't even, look, we, you know what? We we're not we going. going no, tangent? we're not going to go on this tangent. I do not acknowledge the existence <laughs> of this. Oh, the Weebos. The Weebos. That That's why exist. the top pages are the best, right? No, it's almost as bad. It's all family safe. You know what? There are no space wolf furries, and I'm proud of that. <laughs> I'm sure that's not true, John. You know what? There are no the, space wolf wrong, furries that I set. am aware of. There we go. That's and I'm proud of that because everybody's aware of the weird Tao anime fetish culture. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is indeed bliss, particularly in this case. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm playing uh, How did Tom. How do we get on this Tom? Oh, because... Uh, you played Tom. I played Tom, and what ended up happening was uh, it was one of those things where he tries to kill my castle and he doesn't kill it. And the list I used to run had, had the two gallons. I'm going to castle and you failed. Cool handshake. Yeah, basically. So I was able to get in line. And, and I'm ba- the, the gallons are basically ripping through his lines. And, and Tom, you know how Tom gets that serious look where yes. he puts his, you know, his hand on his chin and his head down. He's really hard concentrating. And then he starts to punch tables. <laughs> that's, that's only regard to hangers. Sorry, was um, that bellicose? Wait, did he, do, did he do that then too? I've seen him punch the tables like three times. Um, he stopped once, after once. we pointed it out to him twice. <laughs> well, the last time was at was at SoCal Open. That was um, definitely uh, an acceptable time to do that, though, because he had to use a hanger. <laughs> True. I'm not, I'm, I'm but, not uh, even going to say that he was not well within his rights to do that with that stupid ruling. Um, but uh, but uh, Chad came up to the table. And in, and I forget what he asked Tom, but he said it in a like a joking way, trying to trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. And Tom was just like, I almost shot him daggers. And I'm just like, dude, you got to learn to read the room. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's a general life skill, but yes, that's true. It is a general life skill. Tom was in super intense mode, but it but it sometimes helps to to maybe not ask at a critical moment when you or at least learn to tell by body language. Anyway, yeah, what's don't, going don't on? immediately walk up to some table and start like talking and doing like just. Walk up, like observe it, see what's going on, figure it out. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. And again, don't try to. Don't apologize. Don't, even if it's well-meaning, don't patronize. Right. And uh, I said the easiest way to get. I don't know. The easiest way to get most people unsalty. Is just be like, hey, you want to go get a drink? You want to, you know, 
yeah, et cetera, yeah, after this mm-hmm. and just extend that social. And, you know, there's, you know, there's just some people you're not going to vibe with. There's some people that are just miserable human beings and, you know, you accept that and move on. Yeah. Right. But right. We accept that about Tom and Alan. It's fine. Yeah. And a few others just don't have dinner with them when they drink too much. That'll be fine. Yes. Yes. Totally fine. Drink responsibly, everybody. Yes. No one to stop. Please. Please. Can't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Please, no one to stop. Save your liver. Moving on. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. I think that's it for onwards uh, and upwards. Listener, listener questions. I mean, how I many Patreons do we actually have? I don't know. Like two, how three, these five. People, how how are we getting all these questions? It's a lot of questions. People want to know. People want to know things. All right. Well, if you want your question read, apparently we have a Patreon. You can join it. <laughs> I'm assuming it just goes to Adam. The questions? Yes. Oh, the Patreon money. That too. Yeah, that's what I figured. So if you want to support Adam going to tournaments, but not Danny or I. If you want to support my hooker and blow addiction, (laughs) TFG Radio. Look up TFG Radio on Patreon. (laughs) Could be worse. You could be spending on alcohol and getting destroyed at tournaments and ruining people's nights. (laughs) Some people do that for free. (laughs) Some people do it for free. (laughs) It's not free, though. you got to buy the alcohol to do it. $5 a month is all we ask. Um. Speaking of which, I guess we're going to announce our contest. Unfortunately, Tom's oh, not we're doing yeah. another contest. This is another kaikus oh, thing. God damn it. If you have people this... write poems again, I swear to God. I think that's going to be an annual thing. Well, then that's there's the going to the be year. an annual time where I disappear. You don't you don't have to be you don't have to be there. We can just talk about you without you being there. <laughs> um, but uh I don't know how where this idea came from to be honest. Um I think it maybe it was Tom. Uh, but we're going to do uh, what we're calling a, a night challenge. Oh, this. We're calling yeah, yeah yes. the night challenge. This, Yeah, this is not open to the plebs. This is us. This is this is us only. Um, and it's going to be... Um, <laughs> hate mail is appreciated. And, haiku is not. Oh, hate haikus. That's what we'll do for the next contest. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn it. End of the year contest. Hate haikus. Oh, Directed at anybody on the show. Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Alliteration oh, is real. We could call it the hate coup contest. Yep. yep. See, there you go. I really should stop talking. <laughs> yep. I said I should. I don't know why I keep doing it. What's wrong with me? Oh, so you see, you always meet your fate on the take to avoid it. Oh my god, I hate everything right now. So, yep. so basically, what it is, and we'll post this in the Patreon group. Do you mm-hmm. want to make it Patreon only, or I don't know? Well, the updates and stuff we will. We'll do. I mean, like with the updates of the painting. We'll explain what it is first, and we'll explain what we're going. We'll gonna explain what it is. So, what it is is we're going to come up with a uh, a core army list that will involve knights. Uh, yeah. Well, this all came out of the fact that we have like we're doing like a TFG radio army, knight army. Yes. And we're doing knights because uh, we realized we have army. a bunch of knights. We do between all of us. And we realized uh, we all like knights, and yeah, to like. 
we also realized that we could do a TFG radio army of knights and like paint them all the same colors and like have this big batch of knights we could all build lists out of. And then I think it was Tom. I think like Tom. Yeah, Tom was like, good. let's do a challenge where we all take a knight list using our TFG radio knights, which are going to have these TFG radio decals, assuming that when they get here, they don't suck. Um, <laughs> I'm hoping they don't. Uh, and they're going to have these decals on it. And we'll each take it to a tournament and see who does the best with it. RTT. An RTT, right. Not a, not a GT or a not major. A GT. I mean, if I have the time to take it to one, I will. But okay. I don't. I'm not going to have time to do that until September at the best. And what we're also doing is not a chaos night list. We came up with an imperial night list because the chaos book's not out, and we're not playtesters, so we don't have access to insider information to then uh, scoop things on and then have great lists before things even come out. Because <laughs> um, playtesters don't allegedly. Do that. Again, allegedly. this is where I'm wearing the tinfoil hat, and it's sarcasm. So you guys should not take it seriously. We did have this. We did talk about this subject. He's totally serious, by the way. I'm not. God damn it. <laughs> Narrator. But he was. Yeah, I should just have Danny follow me around and narrate my inner <laughs> thoughts. Um, and we did settle on a list, right? We did. Uh, we're you close to like 90%. But we're more or less have a list, yes. Yeah. But it's a, co- it's a core X amount of points, and then we can flavor it however we want. And there's, but there's not much room for flavor. I think there's like room for... Oh, there's always room for flavor town. There's like room for a Pokeball assassin... Maybe actually Maybe. no. On the list you built, there's like twenty extra points. Oh, that's right. I did build one finally where it was like twenty extra points, so we don't have that problem of like we're going to flavor it. So yeah, you have no. to take the pure night list. It's yeah. uh, Castellan, Valiant, mm-hmm. um, Gallant with Ironstorm Missile Pod, and then as many Warglaves as fit. Which is two. <laughs> was it two or was it three? <laughs> two. I just sworn it was three, Danny. Pretty sure it's two. Okay. Either way, is however many Warglades fit in after that. Um, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be a fun list to play. So it really is pure knights. Yes. Because I haven't been paying attention. Yeah, and we're going to see who... We're all going to take it to an RTD, and we'll see who gets the best um, finish with it. Now, obviously, it's going to be matchup dependent, all this other nonsense that somebody else commented about. But, like, it's going to be fun. It'll be cool. And we'll all take pictures and stuff and post this all up with our army that's all ours. And, like, I already painted. If you saw pictures from the Barry Open, the my um, red Castellan is the scheme. So it's mostly red with, like, grayish trim. And yeah, obviously team, each of us is going to paint things slightly different. Um, like, yeah. Tom's is going to have more white and checker pattern because he already had that. But, like, the core of the army is going to be the core colors of the TFG radio logo. Yeah, red, white, and blue. I'm working on the, uh, I'm working on my, uh, gallant slash magnetite. Oh, yeah, Schling. that's right. Yeah, and I have, uh, I have a knight I need to magnetize so it can be, I'm going to magnetize this so it can be gallant warden crusader because there's a three warden list I actually really want to play. Ooh, that's three interesting. Three wardens. Four armagers and a Astro Militarium Battalion. Nice. And so it's kind of funky and crazy, but the Wardens will have uh, the chain uh, sword, not the fist. Hmm. Because it's cheaper. It's five points cheaper. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And it doesn't have minus one to hit, but 
We've, Does uh, it have room for a Pokeball? <laughs> yes, I do have the Pokeball Assassin. I've, I've basically, now that I know mine are coming in the mail, I've basically started to build all my lists with the 85 points. Yes, as okay. you should. Any yes. Imperium player should, sorry. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't before because I literally didn't have any of the Assassins. Um, but so, the yeah, so we're going to do that challenge. And then I think that what we'll do is we'll update, like, uh, progress with the army and stuff like that for the Patreon. So if you want to see how the painting is coming along and, like, what the decals are going to look like and stuff and what events we think we're going to take it to and you want those kind of updates, then that'll be Patreon group. But if all you want to hear is just, like, how we did with it in a broad sense, then that'll be, like, on the, the show. But yeah. if you're interested in seeing the army develop and us talk about strategy for using it and uh, what kind of matchups we're going to take or what kind of matchups we, th we, th we think we'd want and, and how we think we would do with it and given different metas and where we're going to play it, then you, you'll need to be in the Patreon group for that. Sounds good. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Uh, apparently we're doing the hate coup later this year. No. So keep a lookout for that. Damn right we are. No, I'm just not going to mention it again. You'll all forget. Same time. We'll probably do it nope. the same time of the year as last year. You guys are all old. I will not forget. forget. I will oh, not forget. Definitely I won't forget. Uh, you, you two will forget, and I'll have to off Tom somehow. No, oh, I know Tom's all over this. So. Uh, I know. Yes. Yes, he is. Yeah, I know, right? So one of the last things uh, we mentioned, um, Hammer Wrath is later this year. It is at the second weekend in, in August at uh, Game Empire in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. um, this is our local GT that's been going on for, what, four or five this years? Is, this is the fifth year. Fifth year. So, uh, in previous years, we've always given out a, a LVO champs ticket mm -hmm. uh, and a ticket to the convention. Yep. Uh, this year, we've decided to up up the prize for the ticket to the convention. So, for for the winner, we in addition to receiving the LVO 40k champs ticket, um, they'll be getting the high, LVO high roller package. Damn. Um, as a yeah. prize. That's how much is that? That's a that's good. Probably how much? How what is the retail on that going for this year? Uh, one sixty. That's a good first place prize, because so that bag that, that they give away yeah. is worth way more than one sixty. Oh yeah, Every there's year. so many games in there. Games, the the shirts, the cups, the the tokens, all that stuff. They give so yeah. much stuff away in those bags. It's it amazing. First, uh, was it the first uh, LVO or AOS? Or AOS? They debuted, oh, they gave away like the or Shade Spire, they gave like a starter pack and yeah, the whole box. Yeah, oh, John got his. That's right, still sitting under my painting desk. Mine, mine is also actually nice. <laughs> very nice. I painted all my Shade Spire stuff, <laughs> I put mine together. Does that count? No, fortunately, it didn't kick pick up uh, at the store because uh, someone killed it. It did not, of course. <clears throat> Two people killed it actually. Oh, okay. Right. I have two people to blame. I really like that fucking game too. <laughs> Shadespire? Yeah. It was fine. Yeah, well now they have a new uh after Night Vault, there's a new version coming out. I forget what it was called. Uh a new there's gonna be a new that shows how much I've been keeping up. Shadow Spire. Oh, yeah. There's gonna be a new edition. A new I don't well, new uh supplement. Oh, okay. Are they gonna call it Shadow Spire or semi shady spire? Or slightly into the sun spire. Oh, okay, John. Sun kissed spire. The opposite of shade yeah, spire. So, sun kissed spire. 
You know what? You're not funny, John. I know. I'm aware that I'm not funny. It's fine. He's not care. witty. Uh, so so it was a high roller package. It's part of the top prize. Uh, other prizes for things like best painted, just usual stuff. Uh, just go to the our Facebook page. We have the link up. You can also just look up Hammer Wrath uh, Grand Tournament or Hammer Wrath GT, and you'll find the information there. Uh, signs up. Uh, in addition, we have a, a few new sponsors. One of them is Hammerhead Games, mm-hmm. which you can go to at hammerheadgames.net. John. I didn't even go to say it. I know. And I've said it right yeah. the last bunch of times I've said it. Thank you very much. Yeah, sure you have. Um, you know how also, squ- uh, Squad Marks, Mechanical Warhorse, um, uh, 3D6 Wargaming is one of our sponsors. They're actually going to be making some uh, custom objective markers for us. For those that don't know, they're the ones that make the neoprene objective markers. Those are cool. Uh, my round my round five opponent, <clears throat> round four opponent, one of the two, used those. They were awesome. They were really cool. There was like no questioning, no argument about where your guys were in relation to the objectives. There's, those neoprene objective markers were really cool. Yeah, and that's uh, 3d6wargaming.com. Uh, mm-hmm. And they they sell they sell them with their logo, but you can also get uh, if you have the files, you can also get custom logos on those objectives. So give them a look. Uh, we're still looking. For, we're still hopefully getting more sponsors, but that's what we have so far. The first twenty people that sign up will get a special. I call it goodie bag. I don't want to call it a uh, swag swag bag. swag bag because I it it's it's not going to be like like you'd get at LVO. But uh, it's just a couple of a few things sa- sampling, I guess, of uh, different products that the sponsors make. Um, so make sure you, you look that up, sign up for that. Again, that's at the second weekend in August at Game Empire Pasadena. I hope to see everybody there. Um, speaking of LVO tickets, mm-hmm. go on sale this Saturday, June first. That's, uh, that's what I hear on the street. Word on the street. June 1st. So make sure you get your tickets early. They did sell out fairly quickly last year for the champs. Um, I don't recall if we said how many this year. But it's at no. least... I'm just going to say a 1,000 just because. It's too many. I bet is what the answer is. Uh, yeah, too many. I wouldn't go saying there's a ton of them because then people are gonna be like, "I procrastinated and buy them because TFG Radio told me there were thousands." But even if it's at a thousand, they they'll sell out. So yes, don't don't count on them being available like the month before, like in December. Just a reminder: this year, uh, LVO is in January. It's the week the week uh, before the before the Super Bowl, as opposed to the yeah, week so after. Last weekend in January. I know that has caused is causing issues for some of us. Yep. Shall we remain nameless? It's always the last week in January is always the weekend I have to be at work <laughs> on Sunday. So, so whose fault Sunday, is that really? I guess it's my fault for needing a job. It is. Why weren't you born rich? You're just lazy. I know. It's <laughs> all my fault. Certainly the right skin color for it. Oh, wow, that's just racist. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Or at least a higher chance. Let me put it that way. Sure. Um, but as far as I know, all three of us are still going. Yeah, I'll still be there. Uh, I just yeah. have to leave Saturday night. Yeah, that's fine. 
I think all the, I think all the judges from last year will be will be there. Um, so I look forward to it. I think the, the tickets were on sale around this time last year. Mm-hmm. So start planning now. We're at the, we're at almost at like I talked about before, where I kind of like forget shit, like rules and other shit, or I try to anyway. Um, once once it's over, and then it kind of ramps up as we get closer. So this is, this is the part where it starts to ramp up. Especially since the second FAQ, uh, <laughs> the FAQ to the FAQ. Well, oh, well, that's a whole other thing. So, in addition to the the big FAQ for spring, we got a FAQ to the FAQ. It wasn't an they, FAQ. They were just, you know, it was they were clarifying. clarifying and smoothing things out. Sure. For those that uh, don't know, they they clarified the difference between paroxysm. And the uh, what's it called the mask from Dark Eldar Venerator mask, so that they both have the same effect, which means or any ability belt of rust. I think there's a couple of things that that make people go at, after all other after all the units have fought. Mm-hmm. You, you can still CP your way out of that. Hard yes. now you can see. Oh man, they really just I never like, ruled it that way. We never ruled it that way. We always ruled it like no, you still start yeah. We ruled it the opposite, but they. I don't no, 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 it's fine. That's their, yeah, it's their game. They get to I am, <laughs> take it to decide how the rules are. <laughs> I've said it many times. I am more than happy if they rule against me as long as they have made a ruling. They they actually clarified and actually answered a couple of extra questions. I'm just yeah. I'm more than happy that they answered questions we actually asked. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's I just want them to answer the FAQs and answer questions. And I don't have any dog in the fight because like, we get that question sometimes. Well, you guys didn't rule it that way. So like, do you think that that's right? You know what? It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. That is I, I, and I literally don't care. Like I don't have an actual dog in the fight. I made, uh, we made a ruling at LVO to the best of our ability. And they said, no, that's not the way we want it. Awesome. I am yeah. more than happy because now they've officially said, and I no longer have to answer the stupid question. Right. Yes, you will. Or at least if I do, I can at least just point to this thing here. <laughs> or walk up to the table, they ask you the question and go, to, Have you read your FAQ? Yeah. yeah. Right. So that came out. I know, um, I don't know really yet what other events are at, at LVO because we'll, we'll know on uh, Saturday once the, the website goes live. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what other events we get thrown into? <laughs> well, we're doing that. We do the we do the RTT, the Sunday RTT every year. Um, yeah, last year they had us do the Friday RTT. Oh, that's right, we did. <laughs> which was fine because they there was basically like ten ran. players, right? No, it was just the one pot, one uh, one heat. So it was just the eight players. Oh yeah. Um, hopefully they won't expand it. Um, they will. <laughs> I'm just, Raider. I just expect everything to just get bigger. <laughs> I know, right? Basically, right? But um, so I look forward to that. Look forward to seeing everybody there again. Just be sure to get at least get just as a quick tip: buy the 40k champs ticket first. They'll never run out of uh, convention tickets. No, they will not. So if you if you if you can't afford the if the prices are more or less the same, $120 mm-hmm. uh, for both, get the champs tickets first. You can always get the ticket afterwards. Because they never run they never sell out of that. Right. Right. Yeah, make sure you buy the event things first, not the con badge. Yeah. 
the combat yeah. badge is always is always uh, to be bought later. Um, the uh, also um, crap! I just lost my train of thought. Did you just um, have a stroke? <laughs> no, I'd might be talking a lot, a lot different than if I had a stroke. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, we're not that lucky, Danny. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. You see that? He's not the one I'm rooting for. <laughs> oh man! And yeah, I'm the one who gets called out. Wow! What, you I'm literally nice are rooting one. for somebody to die. <laughs> How are you the nice one? You're rooting for somebody to die. Well, don't lie, John. Don't, don't lie. Yeah, don't act like you're not on that trolley, buddy. <laughs> I don't know what trolley you're referring to. I'm oh, the nice you know. one. If and if you want to know at home, <laughs> buy us a beer. Um, Join the Patreon group. We'll tell you all yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You join the Patreon group. We'll definitely tell you guys about that. Um, TFG uncensored. <laughs> if this isn't already right, um, but like I said, we let's probably the big event I look forward to every year. Um, I know I'll be at uh, in three weeks. Actually, I'll be in Vegas for not for LVO, but I'll be there for the. The gentlemen and ladies GT at the uh, Wasteland weekend at Wasteland Games weekend, uh, put on by Hammerhead Games, and I think it's the War Room uh, store in Vegas. Yep. I know there's a bunch of there's actually a bunch of people going that that I know. And then um, two weeks after that, I'll be at Boise. I'll be actually playing and losing, trying to trying to beat my worst record of two and four. <laughs> I'll be there with Alan. <laughs> And I get to go on a 15-hour drive with Alan back. Cool. So that's really the prize there. That, <laughs> so I'll make sure to record as much of it as I can, uh, maybe for the Patreon members, and as evidence in case both of us end up dead. Um, <laughs> and for those of you wondering, Alan and Jeff weren't on this one, even though we went to the BAO together, because they're going to cover their BAO experience on Focus Fire. Yeah. So it, there's no reason to have it on both episodes of the podcast. Right. No one cares that much. Yeah. Nobody wants to listen to everything three times. You'd be surprised. Now, there's some people who do because <laughs> they just hear like five different codex reviews that all say the same thing. They Which listen. is also, guys, why we don't do codex reviews. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. So yeah, so I'll be there in June. In July, I'll be judging the Slaughterfest GT in Temecula. No, but mm-hmm. yeah, at the Pachanga. And then after that is is Hammer Wrath. And then I'll be going, like I mentioned, I'll be going to SoCal Open, and then uh, LVO after that. I don't think there's anything else. Nice. Uh, I'm hoping to go to SoCal. We'll see. Yeah. Did uh did any of you guys see this corn list posted by Go Boy? No, no, but I am okay. already Dang, at half mass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's got he's he's uh, nearly full chub. All right. So the first thing is a like forty percent. Forty percent. It's a Chaos Space Marine Battalion, uh, Alpha Legion. Thirty percent. The HQ, <laughs> the HQs are Chaos Lord on Juggernaut. Twenty uh, percent. Mark of Corn, Relic Hydroblade. Chaos Lord on Juggernaut with double lightning claws. Chaos Lord on Juggernaut with double lightning claws. Then Space Marines Mark of Corn, and then Ten Cultists Mark of Corn times two. Then there's another battalion, uh, Chaos Space Marine Battalion, 
Specialist Detachment Soul Forge pack, uh, Field okay. Commander, and then it's back up uh, to three percent. That one's three Lord Discordance Mark of Corn. Okay, sixty percent. Then that's three uh, Cultist units Mark of Corn. Then the third is a Chaos Demons Corn Battalion with the Demon Prince of Chaos Mark of Corn Wings Demonic Axe Skull Reaver, uh, and then seventy-five okay, percent, and then Skullmaster. And then three 20 man blood letter bombs with icons and instrument. I can fucks with that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. It's a cool list. Uh, if you I are interested like in that Jugger list, Lords. go to Bell of Lost Souls because that's where he posted it. Uh, Not a fan I of Jugger Lords. No, I think they're too expensive for what they do. Um, I think. They might mess well with the Discordance, right? Just in yeah, terms Lord of. Yeah, Lord Discordance like, are good. Going up the board with together. Yeah, but I mean, and you know, you're they're just because they're under ten wounds, they're pretty safe because they have to shoot the Lord of Scorns first. And I mean, it's just I don't know. Um, I'm just not super impressed, especially because I'm just gonna say it as much as I love corn. Um, if you're gonna have an Alpha Legion unit that or an Alpha Legion detachment, then just take Sorcerers as your two HQ, so you have Death Hex. Yeah, Death Hex is right, like, pretty important. It's just so it. good. It's just so necessary, too, because especially, like, let's just be real, the Jim Vessel era is really just the 60 Plague Bearers or whatever you will have to deal with at some point in a tournament nowadays. And Death Hex is, like, the best answer Chaos has for that, because then suddenly those Blood Letters can actually do something to that unit. Yeah. Death Hex is and also good if you, you happen to get it off against the Seer Council. Yeah. Like, if you happen to get it, which we were talking about in chat, and yeah, it is harder to do because this is your council. But if you get that off against the Seer Council, it's going to melt. Yeah, you win. Yeah. Right. Like, that basically gives right. you the game because that Death Star goes away. Yeah, basically. Um, so, I mean, I like it. I don't, uh, yeah, I think if I would run, I could see myself running something like it. I'd actually probably do, especially with three Bloodletter bombs, I would do the Red Corsairs. You know, spiky 17 or whatever, just to get three more CPs and just use two sorcerers and save the points to maybe, maybe flesh out another squad or add something or do like the big. Um, I really like the idea of like a 10 or 15 man um, uh, Red Corsairs CSM unit mm -hmm. that you don't, you're not really aggressive with. You give them a missile launcher so they can, you know, just maybe pop a shot off. And they're just there of if they you if you're canny about hiding most of them, just letting the missile launcher maybe shoot every now and then. Um, if something actually takes them out or hurts them, it's it's rare. Pick them up, and then you can uh, CSM tide of traitors them back in. You know the red corsair uh, stratagem, and just right. bring them back in to take another objective somewhere else. Right, like it just becomes this really great backfield holder that's really resilient in cover to a lot of out of los shooting um and even if something gets an assault off because there's maybe 10 or 15 they're not necessarily all going to die and you just need one to live yeah true that's but i i like in general the idea of the list um <clears throat> and again i think lord discordants are just good if i had the cash i would have three of them already and uh <laughs> i would run i would run them instead of war glaives because they're just better war glaives for the most part right i watched uh jade run run a lord discordant as the flawed host 
Oh yeah, for the like super ultra, I make a million attacks. Well, yeah, he was able to, to basically get forty attacks, uh, close yeah. combat attacks from from one uh, Lord Discordant. Again, and that that's against Imperium. I mean, it took all forty to kill three custode bikers, but you know, yeah, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think that's all for tonight. Yeah. Uh, any if there's yeah. any last things from the chat, um, I don't think so. Does not look like it. Our rambling ramblings went yeah. on and on. Our ramblings went on and on. And we lost like eight viewers. Nice. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm assuming. Yeah. I'm just glad to have a viewer. That's not just me checking right. on the chat. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so if you like the show, go ahead and go uh, like it on YouTube and on uh, the iTunes, Facebook, Twitch, yeah. Facebook, um, and then also everywhere the interwebs goes. Where the interwebs go, and then if also if you want to get uh, the inside scoop on our different um, contests, like the night contest we're doing, or like on the haiku stuff, which is dumb, but sure. If you want to torture me, you're the one, you're the one that reminded me of it. If you want to torture me uh, and you want the insiders, go ahead and uh, uh, you can give to the Patreon, and then you can get into the uh, private Patreon Facebook group. Uh, no, don't like us on Grinder or Tinder because if we're on there, then that's just Adam. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, so I'm not going to say which one. Unless, unless you, I mean, it's fine. Was- unless you want to cozy up to Adam on Grinder or Tinder, sure, but. Otherwise, it's not necessary, really. He also doesn't need that type of ego boost, so you could probably just skip it. <laughs> oh my god, pot meat kettle. Um, but uh, Danny, any last words? Uh, I still have the worst record at a GT this season, so you know I can't. I can't make fun of John, sadly. All right. All right. Wow. But All right. I have God. integrity. Thank God. <laughs> integrity. I thought I was the one with the integrity. Clearly not. Yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you still have more integrity than I do, John. Don't All worry. Right. That yeah, doesn't take much. I'm not on Grinder or Tinder <laughs> trying to get hookers and blow. I'm, I'm pretty I'm sure that's just Adam's catfish accounts. Catfish. <laughs> 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 Yes, Sick. I make my money. Good job. You got to pay those bills somehow, man. I don't judge. Yep. <clears throat> We're all trying to survive out here. It's true. Know, right? It's very true. John, any last words besides your uh, the advertising, the hate coup? No, I'm good. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Hopefully, we'll have an episode of uh, uh, Focus Fire uh, right next week. We can talk about their experience at BAO. I mean, assuming that and, uh, podcast doesn't fall apart by then, sure. Oh, wow. Jesus. You we're can see we're very supportive done. of our uh, burgeoning uh, podcast. Fine. I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to give Alan a push to make sure he doesn't. It's not all. salty. That's not salty. I'm just being realistic. Making sure that he wants to get it done. That's all. <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah, all right. So he's as good a thing as any to keep a man going. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That is uh, true. I mean, yeah, he needs the inspiration, right? Yeah. Right. yeah. Good night, everybody, and have a pleasant tomorrow. <laughs> Later.
Thanks for listening. Don't forget to look for TFG Radio on Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, and don't forget to leave us a positive review on iTunes. Also, don't forget to look up our website, tftradio.com, for all the latest updates. Finally, don't forget our Patreon page. Just look up TFG Radio. You can contribute as much as you want, and this gives you access to exclusive content. Again, thanks for listening, and good night.